Hey there, film buds. Welcome to a special episode, the first ever, of Buds Being Buds. I hope y'all enjoy. Hey, man. Hey, how are you? Good, you? Oh, not too bad, I suppose. Glad that it's Friday. Yeah, same here, man. Yeah. Nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I got it for a, um, a bachelor party I never went to. <laughs> well, uh, how are things going? How's the, the job search? Um, not bad. I, um, so I posted, I, I sent in an application. I was talking with like my brother and, and he works at a, at a blood lab called Octopharma. And uh, it's like plasma and blood donation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I went to their like career page a month ago, maybe a little bit more. And like I applied to a whole wide swath of jobs. And so I ended up hearing back about one mm, two weeks ago now, I guess. And um, I got an interview and I was pretty pumped about that. And then they were like, you know, we'll, we'll set up another interview with you next week. And then if that goes well, we'll set up like an interview again. Um, and both of them were like zoom interviews, essentially. Um, I think they were technically WebEx, but come see, come saw. Um, and so that whole next week came and nothing. Yeah. And so then Monday, this Monday, I reached out and was like, hey, what's up? And um, she got back to me and was like, you know, I'm trying to figure out some more information on it. Um, I'll let you know Wednesday. And I was like, great. Yeah. And so then Wednesday came and nothing. Yeah. Um, so today I reached back out to her again and... Um, I was like, you know, I don't want to be a nuisance or anything, but what's going on? And she was, she finally was like, essentially the person, her boss is on PTO and she'll be back next week. And so she's sort of been in a holding pattern for, I guess, the last two weeks now um, on moving forward with any of this because her boss has taken time off. Mm -hmm. Um, But if her boss is able to um make Wednesday work, then I'm potentially going to get um an interview on Wednesday. And it seems like I'm gonna skip like the next digital interview and it'll just be like an in-person interview at the at the corporate offices. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. It's a training coordinator position for like the for the corporate leadership side of the company. So like I'm not gonna have to know like phlebotomy and like how to work a plasma machine or anything like that. Um, It'll just be like leadership skills, (laughs) diversity training, you know, more of that kind of, which I'm totally fine with. Um, And it'll also be like an entirely remote job as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'll be able to, I won't have to commute, which will be nice. Um, and I'll be able to also have like a lot of flexibility with my schedule as well. Um, right. Apparently she, she's totally fine with, with 
you keeping a looser schedule as long as, you know, the work gets done at the end of the week kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've applied for like a whole bunch of other stuff as well because like there was that weird lull and it it made me a little bit nervous and a little bit anxious. And so I was like, I'm going to go and apply a whole bunch of other places as well. Yeah. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. I'd really like, I'd really like to have the opportunity. Um, Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, I'm just kind of getting, uh, waiting to be you're like reclassed into something we you could like fill out like a, a wish list of like six jobs that you would like, and then hopefully by maybe next week I'll know which one I get if I if I get one of those. It's not always guaranteed, but um, and so then whenever that happens, I'll be shipped out to whatever other base has that tech school, and I'll just kind of you know start from there. Um, and so, well, yeah, I'm just kind of in a weird, weird waiting period, um, which is fine. You know, it's kind of giving me a little bit of a break. Like I'm not waking up like with my body, like broken down every day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you know, my like legs throbbing, all that stuff. So that's like, you know, get more sleep and eating a little more and all that. So that's in, in a way it is kind of nice. Um, just cause I feel like I was really starting to get, feel pretty battered at least physically. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise it's fine. It's just kind of, you're just kind of waiting. So it's not really exciting, but it's not really bad either. You no, know? yeah, I totally get that. Um, yeah. So you you've already put together your your wish list of other positions. What all did you What all did you put on that? Um. So I put so one I uh, that I guess is the only one that's really related to what I've studied is that I put photojournalism on there. Um, there's like broadcast journalism. I put that on there. Um, I put a loadmaster, which, um, even though that's not really like a, a field I'm all that interested in, you get to fly a lot and you're, cause you're basically like an air crew member and you get to fly around a lot. So that's kind of intriguing. I hear the job is really good. Um, I put, uh, this one called special missions aviator, which is basically like you're an air crew member helping to deploy special ops team so you're, you're like on the aircraft helping to get them where they need to go um and that one's kind of a long shot it's a pretty small um field and so most people put that if they come from here but it's you know it's pretty unlikely but i, I put it there anyways um then i put aerospace physiology which is like you kind of help you work with pilots in the kind of the um the medical physiology process of their training um then i put emergency management which is like you're kind of a helping to teach other um air airmen or i mean i guess it could be really anybody on like emergency procedures for you know whether it's like a a chemical attack or you know whatever or fire or whatever just you're kind of like an advisory teacher kind of position and then i put um explosive ordnance disposal which is like the the eod bomb guys um and that's something that a lot of guys who come through here kind of switch over to sometimes so i put that as my my bottom six but i put like um photojournalism near the top and so we'll see um it's it's possible if there aren't any openings in any of those i might be put into something else but i doubt that would happen but um so it's you know it's kind of just luck of the draw yeah Um, so was it like a ranked choice list yeah you just put you look through all the different jobs and depending on what you're qualified for. And I 
my, my entrance exam basically qualified me for everything. And so I had no real limitations. Um, and yeah, I just kind of ranked them on a list and turned it into the, the guy. Um, so we'll see, you know, um, I mean, at the end of the day, even if it's not a job I love, I'm still like, you know, doing it. And, um, I can always retrain in a cup in like, I think it's two years. And so even if I didn't like a job, I could just stick with it for a little while and move on to something else. So it's not too big of a loss. Um, okay. So we'll see, you know, um, which I'm, I'm cool with. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the load master, what would you do exactly? Um, so as far as I understand it, you would help, um, like when things are being loaded onto an aircraft, you would help make sure that everything was not only put onto the aircraft correctly, but you'd also kind of, it's a, like more of a mathematical kind of job. Like you'd be helping to like, you know, calculate the weights and making sure everything was, you know, put in the right positions on the aircraft. And then you would fly with the aircraft to that next location. So that's where the kind of the flying and all that comes in. Um, so, you know, any, really anything with flight would be something that would be intriguing to me. Um, and from what I hear, it's a, it's a pretty fun job. So okay. I, I would be okay doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, otherwise everything's, everything's going fine. Um, you know, just, yeah, hanging out. No, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean that all doesn't sound too terribly bad. What was um what was the the I guess was there a job on the list that made you go like that's an option? Um I mean a lot of the jobs that I put on there I looked at before I enlisted. Mm-hmm. Like the special missions aviator, I was at, I kind of considered going for that instead when I first started out, but then they said it wasn't open at the time. So I said, oh, I said okay, I'll try again some other time um so for the most part like nothing shocking but just you know it's more just trying to be optimistic like oh yeah that'll probably be open or like (laughs) i'll probably be the one to get that so you know uh yeah no for sure well how's uh how's lauren she's doing well um she's probably on her way home right now um she works like a proper, you know, eight to five kind of gig. Um, she likes it, you know. Um, every every job has has elements that you like more and that you like less. Um, yeah. She's not sure about when she's going to be able to go remote. Some of the employees that she works with are currently like a little bit hybrid. Um, some people that she works with are totally remote and like certain people higher up in the company are completely remote. Like um, it's the same company that her mom works in and her mom is totally remote. You know, she lives in Virginia. They're based here in Huntersville. Gotcha. And like her mom's boss is based in New York. Um, I don't know if it's state or city, just New York. That's all I know. Okay. Um, and the owner of the company he uh, and his wife, who's also like a co-owner and manager of the company, both of them just pretty much work from home exclusively. She She's okay. the boss every, every once in a blue moon. So she's not sure when she'll be able to get remote, but she really wants to. Um, or minimum what she would like is 
for me to get remote and for us to find a place to live that's a little bit closer to where she works. Um, so that way she can cut down some of her commute time. Cause right now it's like a solid 45 minutes, you know, to an hour kind of commute. Gotcha. Um, and that's a lot of time just sort of lost to the day. Um, yeah. And like in the winter it was, it was bad. Cause then she would come home and, you know, it'd be five thirty at night and pitch dark outside. Mm-hmm. And so that also sort of, brings down a lot of the motivation to like do stuff after work as well. You know, you don't really want to work out at that. No, point. No. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but she likes it pretty well. Um, for the most part, I think she is of course happy to be working again. Um, so that's all been nice. And like, I think that she's been enjoying that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much how she's been doing. Um, nice. She and my mom carpool together because um, nice. they work in the same area. And so they, they drive to and from work together, um, which I think they both enjoy. You know, they get to chat. And um, I'm sure some people, you know, carpooling with your mother-in-law would, would probably be a nightmare. Um, yeah. But if she's not enjoying it, she hasn't said anything. Um, so, no, I, I think that they have a, a nice time you know, spending that commute together and it probably makes the commute a little bit more bearable having someone. To yeah, for sure. So. Well, uh, what about you? How, how's your, how's your lady? Commuting? Uh, uh, Ella's doing fine. She, if, unless worst case scenario, unless I get reclassed next week and I leave somewhere, um, she's going to be coming up next weekend, which would be okay. nice. Um, so we're, I'm kind of crossing my fingers that I don't, I don't get, you know, papers like on Monday say, Hey, you're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> um, but, uh, but otherwise she's fine. She's, um, working as a, a full-time nanny for these two, two infants. Um, and, uh, yeah, she moved to, uh, Mebane recently. So she's about 10, 15 minutes away from where I live. Um, and yeah, she's, she's doing fine. We're trying to figure out, um, since whatever job I get next um, will be the, the training will be much, much shorter than what it would have been with this. Um, and so therefore I would get stationed at a base, like, you know, permanently we're trying to figure out a living situation. Like if it was somewhere feasible, she would come be there with me. Or if I could get a station somewhere near North Carolina, we could figure that out. So we're just trying to wait for the pieces to fall and then we'll, uh, try and go from there but it seems you know it's pretty you know pretty uh pretty solid so um that's nice to have and we, we talk pretty much every day um yeah. or we yeah literally every day um yeah so it's it's going fine despite the long distance it's not not that bad no um long distance you know i've been in i've been in two long distance relationships for like extended periods of time and um you know one of them was particularly hard because it was you know when i was in north carolina and she was in california and so like that just sort of time change really made things particularly difficult especially because it was like when i was still having classes um and she was working and so then it was just you know all sorts of scheduling issues that that made that tough um i didn't get a lot of sleep back then um 
but then like with me and Lauren, when we were long distance, we only had an hour time change because I was in Texas and she was in New York. Um, and like long distance really isn't bad. There are ways to, to make it more manageable. Of course, you know, talking every day, I think is pretty important. Um, and then also, you know, you can find ways to make fun sort of like alternative date plans, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're long distance. Um, and also since we're all adults, you know, we can travel and get plane tickets and things like that. And yeah, so that was something else that helped make life a little bit more manageable when me and Lauren were long distances. I would take like a long weekend that I had when I was teaching and, you know, go to my apartment and essentially be already packed, grab my bags, head to the airport and spend the long weekend in, in New York and then come back on like Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world. I think that, you know, if, if y'all aren't necessarily sound people in your relationship, that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but no, if it's, if you guys like each other, you know, it's just like any other relationship, it's maintenance, you know, you've got to keep it up and care and, and put work into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask, how did y'all meet? Um, so kind of, it's kind of weird, actually. She, um, when I was in the, uh, the prep course back in, um, from October to December and like mid November, um, one night I just saw this message pop up on my Instagram and it was her and she said, Hey, um, I hope this isn't weird. My, uh, I'm, I work at this school in, um, in Hillsboro and I'm, uh, a coworker with your old, your old coworker from uh, Joe Van Gogh, um, who's this girl I, I worked with for a few years, and she said that we would get along. I was like, oh, okay. So I mean, I never, you know, never met her, never talked to her, anything like that. Um, and then we started talking like that, and just kind of instantly hit it off. Um, and so we would text and, and call on the phone most days. And then when I came home for. Uh, Christmas break is like the first time we actually met in person. Um, and then it just, yeah, kind of went off from there. So it really came in the most unlikely and inconvenient time you could ever pick. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it worked out. So it's one of those random things. So No, yeah. And, and oftentimes those sorts of things come at, at inconvenient times, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> like you... You like you literally could not have texted me and had a worse time. <laughs> yeah. In this intense course, I'm like, you know, I'm exhausted all the time, but like it's, you know, may it may work. So um I'm grateful for that. But uh yeah. Does um, uh does she listen to the show? She does. Um okay. and she's been uh she's been going back also to the very beginning um and trying to uh, I guess get a little bit of a history as well. So I think I think she kind of bounces around a little bit. I'm not sure exactly the the flow that she does, but um, yeah, she uh, yeah she yeah she enjoys it. And also, I mean, as I always say, I, I don't know how you come up with these ideas. Like I, it's always really interesting, and like you manage to get a lot of really cool people on here. And so it's you know just you're doing a great job as you always have. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah. Um, and. 
because if it was me, I would still be picking like some like obscure film on Netflix that I just watched. But okay, let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I appreciate the structure. You know, that's something that I I never really attempted to do all that much aside from every every now and then. So yeah, that's that's nice and. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's just kind of getting some good, some good growth. Yeah, um, a lot of the a lot of the structure honestly came from from Lauren mm. uh, because that first little bit there it was a lot more off the cuff and bef- like when we were starting up the new year, um, and I guess even kind of moving into like December November ish, she was like, "We need to start." planning this out more and then like especially once she got a job like you know she definitely wanted to to have a lot more planning in place um so a lot of the structure has really come from from lauren um (laughs) she can be a much more structured organized person than i can be sure Um, and so a lot of that has has definitely come from from lauren um one of these days we'll have to we'll have to get all four of us onto a show together if if she's amenable to come on yeah, we were actually talking about that. That would be uh, a hoot for sure. Yeah, we can uh, definitely work on getting that done. Yeah. Um, how are some of the uh, people over there, like Sky and Nick, how are all those guys doing? Uh, they're doing really well. Nick, um, you know, has been doing a lot of writing. Um, he's lately been covering more band and music-related stuff for now. Yeah, seeing that a little bit. Um. So he's he's been doing pretty well. He also caught COVID a little while ago. Um, oh, man. But he's been doing all right. He doesn't seem to be having any, like, long COVID issues or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Sky is good. I need to try and get him onto the show because uh, he hasn't been on in a little while. Uh, most recently, we had on Austin Craver, who's, who's great. Um, <laughs> he's, he's just like he was in college, you know. Um, <laughs> And and he's a really good guy. I like Austin a lot, and he was he's super super helpful. Um, he was super helpful with the the Tokyo Godfather episode that we invited him on for, and he was also really really helpful when I talked to him about doing this one. Um, right. And he and Tori were both really really informative, really really good guests to have on. Um, you know, Tori asked uh, some really good questions, and so did Austin. Um, and I thought that it made for like a good back and forth because sometimes you get a guest, and it can be a little bit one-sided in either direction, or it feels like you're really trying to, you know, pull information from them or get right. their thoughts or get them into the conversation. But I thought that it was a, a good little um, back and forth. Um, Mad's been great. She's been job hunting. Um, she has a job right now, but she's she's wanting to to look for something different, mm. and she's been really helpful and supportive as well. Um, and I thought that the newest episode that came out today turned out really really well. Um, yeah, I've, I've been able to catch a little bit of it so far. Yeah, and she she's a real wealth of information. You know, she when she was in school, she went to UNCG as well, and she ended up getting a double major minor in history, women's and gender studies and anthropology. 
And then she also, a few years after college, went and got like an official like culinary degree uh, from Johnson and Wales. And so she has like this really vast, really interesting web of knowledge and she's super, super well read. Um, and so she, she was a good one to have on. And then Allison, I tried to get her on in fall. I thought, I think that I tried to get her on in like October since I was doing like a whole horror thing that month, I was like, Oh, I should try and get Allison on. Um, but she was pretty swamped. And so, um, I, I wanted to try and reach out to her with enough advance notice for this month that I could lock her down for it. And, um, she picked both of the movies that we're doing, um, which are both nineties films. They both came out like in 90. Um, and they're both directed by women and a little bit more obscure. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Um, I'm going to have to structure it, not unlike the episode that we did with Allison, where I go and talk to Allison and then I go and talk to uh, Lauren because of the time difference between here and England. It's six hours, I think, is the difference. And so I'm going to be talking to, to Allison at like six in the morning. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is when Lauren is like getting up and getting ready to go to work. So that's when I'm going to be yeah. sitting down to, to talk with her. And then later that day when Lauren gets home from work, she and I'll sit down and, and talk about them. And, and um, I may try and like send her the audio file while she's at work. So that way, if she gets like a moment to listen to it while she's at work, she can go and hear what Allison said and what the conversation was sort of like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how everyone's been. Um, I, th I think that just about covers everyone that's that's been on recently. I'm trying to get Clark on again, um, but I don't think that he's going to be able to come on and, until like the fall, essentially. Um, but also, you know, Entertainment Weekly recently had its whole like shakeup. I don't know if you followed it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and so he managed to not be one of the people laid off. Um, but I imagine also that that's really impacted his workload as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I need, to, I need to figure out April. And I need to also start contacting some people for May. Uh, I've got a guy who has another podcast that wants to do like a collaboration. Um, at some point. And so I think that we're going to try and do something with that in April. Okay. Um, and now that I'm in the North Carolina film critics association, I'm thinking about maybe reaching out to some people over there and seeing if I can't get them to come on the show. Cause I thought that that could be a good, good cross promotion and good use of that resource, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what if, what have you been watching? You know, the, the listeners haven't heard from you in a minute. So what have, what have you been watching? Anything stand out? Um, so I haven't, Oh wait, uh, wait, there you go. Wait, can you can, wait? Can you, if I press out of this, will you still be able to hear me and see me or no? I think I'll definitely be able to hear you. All right. Can you hear me and all that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so since I left, I haven't watched a lot of new stuff. I've watched, rewatched plenty of stuff. Um, so people could just kind of, you know, 
get some popcorn. Uh, let's see here. I, uh, so I guess the one new thing that I watched um, before y'all reviewed it was Antlers. I watched this way back in January, um, which Scott Cooper is like, I think he's like one of the most overrated directors. He's not terrible. He's just like, I feel like he gets all of these big projects, all these big names, and he continues to put out these like just so-so movies. And I thought it was okay. Um, I liked some of the locations and the concepts, but it still kind of dragged a little bit too much for me. I, I can't remember how you felt about it, Paul. Um, I thought it was fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott Cooper. Uh, so... <laughs> Let's see. Um, uh, what's some other ones here? I uh, rewatched Wind River. Oh, yeah. Good Taylor one. Sh- yeah, which we, we did on the show, one of our very first episodes, which is still awesome. One of the other fairly new movies, I guess you could call it, I guess it's like two years at this point, is I'm Thinking of Ending Things, mm-hmm. the Charlie Kaufman film that's on, on Netflix. And for the most part, I like Charlie Kaufman. I like uh Autumn and Lisa adaptation things like that but this one I just could not get into for the life of me I thought it was just so I mean all these movies are kind of pretentious and that's fine but I just felt it really dragged it was frustrating in a way that was not interesting I was just waiting for something to happen something to be revealed to make it interesting but it never did but I still thought the cast was good it shot well uh, I kind of like the the single day or single uh, almost single location at times idea of it. It just wasn't, didn't really do much for me. Um, Then I also watched Eternals. Also, I feel like the last few times I've come on here, I'm only talking about the movies that are like boring. And so I apologize to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eternals was not great. I wanted to love it. I thought it was shot well. I like Angelina Jolie and some of the other cast members, but it just was also so long. It was like two and a half hours. Like it was like a Michael Bay movie, essentially. Um, then one movie that I did really like that I had never seen before was She's the Man with Amanda Bynes. Yeah. I just kind of stumbled upon it one day and or was in the mood for it. And I thought it was hysterical. Uh, and so if you have not seen that, I would recommend it. Um, I watched, let's see, rewatched Wayne's World, which is just classic. I mean, I love it. Uh, speaking of some recent news, I rewatched This Is 40, the Judd Apatow movie, and he's going to be making a sequel to it, apparently, which I, I love This Is 40. It's, I, think it's, I don't know if a lot of people like it or dislike it. I think it's kind of underrated. Then uh, another one. And Now, should we go back and forth here, Paul, or should I just keep going? No, you can keep going. That's fine. Uh, all right. Just bear with me, people. Uh, so one, I, one romantic comedy, dramedy, I watched was called sleeping with other people with um oh gosh uh Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie and it's this it was kind of a refreshing comedy um about this couple that or they these two people who lose their virginity to each other in college and then they go their separate ways and then reconnect after however many years and it was actually had some really interesting perspectives on relationships and sex and and friendship and and all that so actually would i did not think i was gonna like it at all when i started watching it but it was actually one of the better ones i'd seen recently then a couple of just 
quick rewatches or quick quick ones I'll burn through. Office Space, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Funny People, I thought I think are all awesome. I'd recommend them. Zach and Mary Make a Porno, which, Paul, I think you rewatched sometime in the last couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, which is, it's a fun time. It's not a, not a masterpiece, but it's, it's interesting. Rewatched The Notebook, which I probably hadn't seen since uh, maybe, like, I was, like, zero. But um, <laughs> I was, rec- yeah, my girlfriend recommended I, I watch it, so I rewatched it. And I actually really enjoyed it. I, I get it's kind of sappy, and uh, it's probably the only Nic- Nicholas Sparks movie I enjoyed, but I think it is actually quite good. Rewatched Dumb and Dumber. Uh, hysterical. I could not believe how funny it still was. Then the other day, and I'll just kind of go back in history a little bit, uh, but yesterday I I gave Blood and I rewatched School of Rock. They had these little, because it took about 45 minutes or an hour, and they had, you're on this little, like, almost like a hospital bed, and they, but they have a little TV connected to it. And so I was able to rewatch School of Rock while eating um, Oreos and drinking a Coke while giving Blood. So that was pretty, pretty awesome. And let's see. Oh, God. Sorry about that. Also, I'm on my phone, so if the audio is not great, I apologize to all those out there. Um, uh, rewatched Last Flag Flying a couple months ago, which is has Steve Carell, Brian Cranston, and Terrence Howard. Uh, or no, is it, is it Terrence Howard, the guy from The Matrix? Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne. Thank you. Um, you can cut that out. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, last time flying is this, it's directed by, uh, good Jesus. Why am I, I'm dying here. <laughs> Richard Linklater. And it's this, uh, it's another, it's kind of a dramedy about Steve Carell's this, this veteran whose son is killed in Iraq. And he meets up with his old Marine buddies and they drive across the country to, to get the, the body of the son and take him back to their hometown. And it's actually, it was a very, it's very low key, very Richard Linklater in that way, very touching, but also very funny. And while it doesn't have any like super deep commentary, it's kind of interesting to have the perspective of veterans on, on both the wars that they were involved in, but also the ones that, you know, their sons and, and, and daughters are involved in. So that was, that's a pretty solid film if, uh, uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, there might be a few more. Uh, I don't know if I just want to keep talking forever, but Paul, what about you? Any, um, anything for you that you have already mentioned on the show or anything like that? Um, no, not really. I mean, I've been going through like all of the, I've been slowly going through a lot of the Batman films. So like I redid all of the, the Burton Schumacher Batman movies, and I reviewed them all on Letterboxd. Um, I watched Batman Begins today while I was working on a project. Um, and um, I'll, I'll write a review on that later for Letterboxd. Um, but I, I had a better opinion of Batman Begins this time I feel like than I did the last time that I watched Batman Begins and I don't know if I it was just like a headspace thing or what but but I had a better time with Batman Begins this go around than the last time that I watched it and it's been it's been a couple years I think um Mm -hmm. so I I had a good time with that again 
Um, I've been playing a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which has been a blast. Oh, nice. Um, I rewatched M, which I also did for this project that I'm working on. Um, I wasn't watching Batman for the project that I'm working on. Um, I'm just watching them. Uh, oh, I watched Zodiac. Um, ah, classic. For the par- partially for the project that I've been working on. Um, and that's a great movie. I think that a lot of people, you know, maybe go into it expecting that Fincher is going to do, you know, like a seven thing. You know, it's going to be about the killer in a much more direct fashion. And yeah. I think that really it's about sort of obsession more than anything. For um, sure. And I think that it's a really, really interesting movie. And I listened to, I haven't finished the commentary track on it, but I listened to some of the commentary track on it. And like they very specifically only depicted the Zodiac events where like someone lived, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you don't get some of, I think there are like two killings that happened before this one or one. Um, And so you don't get any of that because there was no one there to like see it, essentially. and it's it's really interesting. Um, and Fincher, I really enjoyed his commentary track because he just jumped right into it. You know, there was no, hi, I'm I'm David Fincher, and and you're listening to a commentary track on the Zodiac. Like he assumed that you, you knew missed. what you were getting into, and so he just sort of jumped right into it. And I really respected that, and it was super technical and very, very informative. And he had a lot of good information about like the behind the scenes process of the filmmaking. And so it's a great commentary track. I really liked it. I mean, you know, not that it's a bad thing, but it's a very, uh, it's a niche, niche audience. Who's going to watch the directors or the, yeah. the commentary track. On Zodiac. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> it's a, already that's two a hours and 40 point. minutes normally. So, <laughs> and it's like, let's listen to David Fincher talking, you know, the entire time as well. Yeah. So. And, and now, I mean, I, I can't judge cause I, back in the day when I was just a, you know, a kid, I, I, uh, I listened to the audio tracks of, Gone Girl and the Dragon Tattoo. Actually, I might have even listened to the Zodiac one at some point, but I did at least did Dragon Tattoo and Gone Girl. Uh, oh, and Social Network as well. I mean, he he does really great commentary tracks just because he's so chill. Yeah. So yeah, um, and he's he's just very precise, um, which you can also see, of course, in his filmmaking. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all that I've been watching that I can like think of. Um, okay. You know, I recently went and and bought some stuff from the Criterion Collection when they did their flash sale. Um, oh, I rewatched Terminator recently, which was which was great, and I wrote a review of that on Letterboxd. Um, but I've been having a, a good time with it. Um, there are some other movies that I have upcoming that I'm planning on watching. I'm planning on watching Seven. Um, I'm probably going to watch Dirty Harry. Uh, I'm going to watch Silence of the Lambs. I might watch Touch of Evil. Mm. Maybe. Um, This Saturday, tomorrow, uh, which is, I'll probably post this tomorrow. So if you're listening to it Saturday, then I'm I'm going to it today. Um, The new movie X. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped for it. I've been seeing a lot of very positive feedback about the movie. Um, 
And so that's going to be our date night movie for tomorrow night. Currently, we're the only two people in the theater. Okay. Um, so right. that'll be a good time. I, I love an empty theater. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, especially after some of my theatrical experiences lately, which have reminded me like why I didn't necessarily miss going to the theater. Um, yeah. it'll, it'll be great if no one else shows up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Not great uh, for the movie, but great for, for me personally. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. That, and, and also the other thing I forgot to mention, the big thing I've been watching is uh, the last week, I don't know what gave me the urge, I started watching or got back into watching uh, the HBO series Girls, the Lena yeah. Dunham series, which I had probably watched the first season maybe, I don't know, maybe back in college. And for some reason, I was like, eh, I'll just watch it, uh, you know, keep, just stay distracted, you know. And I actually ended up watching all five seasons this week. Um, okay. <laughs> and it was fantastic. That's uh, good. Probably the first TV show I've watched all the way through in, in years. Uh, but just, I, I don't love Lena Dunham, uh, but her writing is really good for a lot of those characters. I think her, not her performance, but her writing for her character is by far my least favorite, but I thought everybody else was awesome cast wise, writing wise. And yeah, I, I really did enjoy that and just got suddenly hooked on that. I don't know, maybe it's just right place, right time, but I would recommend that if you have not seen it. Um, and let's see if there's anything else. And I, you know, just because things have been kind of hectic lately, I've just been watching a lot of sitcoms like Frasier, everybody, Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, uh, shoot, what's the other one? But just, you know, 90s sitcoms, I guess, in, in general. And let's see. <laughs> Rewatched Lady Bird a while back. Still, I love Lady Bird. I think it's a great movie. Rewatched Zootopia is awesome. Uh, that might be about it. That's worth rewatched yesterday. The the Beatles homage uh, romantic comedy, which I think is awesome, and it's not like peak Danny Boyle, but it's a pretty solid movie, and it's also kind of refreshing for his past work. It's fairly low key, but it's still got a lot of cool style, and um, it does feel very like earnest and appreciative of the Beatles and, and also not just of them, but just of those big bands that really did help um, make such a huge impact on music and on just on people in general. So I, I do like that one a lot. And yeah, that might be about it. Uh, I did watch Dune back in December, which I, I love Dune. I know some people were kind of like eh on it, but I thought it was awesome. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed Dune. I enjoyed it more than Lauren did. Um, but I, I really quite enjoyed Dune. Um, mm. And I'm looking forward to part two, for sure. Same. I know I know. friend of the show, Sky Tilly, was not a fan of it, unsurprisingly. Uh, yeah. Wish I could have it out with him. But also, he, as he always does, he always posts these lists on Facebook, and it just drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All these lists are... Our lists are always so different. I just, sometimes I have to comment, mm -hmm. but other times I just say, not today, Sky. I, I have can't. to stay away from you. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a little like or a little heart or a, you know, 
and that's you know, it. Angry, angry <laughs> face, but I cannot debate this with you right now. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I think that might be about it. I, I have been meaning to watch some some movies from last year that I just didn't get around to to watching, but lately I just haven't really had the, the energy or focus to watch something really new and hearty, you know? No, I get that for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, well, any, anything else you've been doing or any other, or anything you're excited for coming up? Cause I, I still have not seen the Batman. I'm dying to see the Batman. Um, I quite liked the Batman. I've got a review of that on letterboxd. Um, as far as stuff coming up off the top of my head, I don't really know. Um, I I get so sort of distracted by other things that I sometimes lose lose sight of like what's what's coming up. And like I, I know for a fact that there are things coming out that like I'm looking forward to, but like the only thing that's coming to mind right now is like Halloween ends, and that's oh, yeah. quite some time away. So um, yeah. no, that's that's pretty much it um the only other thing that i'm like i guess looking forward to right now is i've been trying to especially today like i decided to sit down and really make sure that i did some writing for myself because um it's a it's a great outlet for me whether it's fiction writing or or something more analytical and today i did a little bit of both um and so that was that was really nice and really refreshing um and that's pretty much all that I've got going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything all that worth mentioning otherwise that I haven't already said. Um, I, I haven't had my laptop for a while, so I've just been watching things on my phone and all that. But I've gotten kind of used to it at this point, even though if you had told me a year ago I would be doing this, I would say you're crazy. But yeah. uh it's uh it you know for the situation it's fine and i'll I'll get my laptop back and hopefully in a hot minute um because I, I definitely do miss not only just having a like a screen i can like see but like uh just more having a more ability to do like creative stuff you know as yeah. opposed to on your phone which is you know fairly limited uh yeah otherwise just been you know trying to you know, stay in shape and, you know, eat well and sleep well and take advantage of the, the break that I have uh, just to see, because I really don't know what it's going to be like next. So it could be crazy or it could be pretty low key. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I have really, uh, whatever I, I can stay up to date with the show I, I always do and it is always cool to see and I've also been going back myself and listening to some early episodes kind of jumping around and uh, it is kind of nice to get a little blast from the past there and then also yeah. just you know hear the new episodes to see where we're all at you know so that's 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 neat uh, and hopefully you know maybe in the next couple of months I could be more come on a little bit more often if possible. Uh, yeah. may, that may not end up working out, but I'd like to, if, or even just doing something like this, just something low key. So, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I, I won't keep you. I'm sure that, I'm sure that your girlfriend would like to hear from you and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and my wife is downstairs. So I'll, I'll go ahead and let you go. And um, 
no, thank you for coming on and, and doing this and suggesting it. Um, and I, it would definitely be great to have you on, you know, again, even if it's just doing some of these more sporadically, you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, as always, I, I really do appreciate you, you know, making the time and also just keeping the show going because, you know, it's was my, my, my baby, you know, back <laughs> in the day. And so it's nice to see that it still has a life and, and all that. So it's, it's nice to see. Yeah, no. Um, I, I try to, to take good care of it. I try to, to always make sure that it's something that, you know, I, I think that you would enjoy and appreciate. And so that's, that's always a driving factor behind it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go, man. All right. Well, uh, tell, please tell Lauren I say hello. Um, yeah. And then, and I'll, I'll keep you updated about my schedule. And if I can come back on soon, uh, you know, I'll let you know. If not, I'll, I'll just keep you updated, okay? No. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll probably get like April and maybe even May planned out. And, and I'll share that with you and we'll see if there's any way that we can, can work you in. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, man. Great. Well, well, have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, you too, man. All right. See you. Bye.